This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Oh, man. We have some things to talk about tonight. Timberwolves fall to the New York Knicks at home. 120-107. This is Timberwolves Tonight. I am your host. Henry Lake, and I want to give you guys the phone number. I'm going to give it to you not just once, but twice, maybe even three times. 651-461-9226. Let me repeat it. 651-461-9226. One more time. 651-461-9226. I'm saying it that many times because... I would love to get some reaction from you guys after tonight's basketball game because I have thoughts, but I'd like to have a conversation with with all of you um, with regards to what's going on with Timberwolves basketball right now. All right, so let let me preface my statements because there will be several. With um, I'm about as optimistic, bleed blue, Timberwolves fan as you will find, okay? Have been my entire life. Draft party when I was a little kid or a young kid. Um, Dad takes me to the convention center before we even had a team. Um, I'm watching these games, and, and I've been covering the squad and being around the squad since 1998. I'm I'm having a lot of difficulty tonight. And the reason why I'm having difficulty tonight is because I've seen enough basketball. Not just with this team, but with, with all the teams that play in the league. And I've seen every version of the Wolves. There's one question that I'm trying to work through a process in this particular moment. Okay, there's one, one, one particular question that I'm trying to process right now. And I'm not sure the answer, because clearly it's a question, right? I don't have the answer right now, but I'll probably have it tomorrow because I'm going to sleep on it. But this is the question, and I love your reaction to it. The question is, Do you believe that the problems and what we're seeing with the Timberwolves right now, the 2022-23 Timberwolves, do you think that this is fixable? 651-461-9226. 
461-9226. Is it fixable? Because I'm not sure that it is. I don't look at this team and think in my mind, well, Chris Chris Finch can't coach. No, he can coach. I believe he can coach. I'm not saying that, you know, let's go ahead and put him in the Hall of Fame. But we saw last year that he can coach. Do I think that Carl Anthony Towns, from a talent perspective, has fallen off a cliff? No. Do I think that Anthony Edwards, from a talent perspective, has plateaued? Of course not. Do I think that there's talent on this team? Absolutely. But that's not enough, man. That's not enough. If accumulating talent was just enough to win, then the Washington Commanders would have won more Super Bowls. The New York Yankees would have won more recently World Series championships. It's it's not always enough. So one of the issues that I know that Coach Finch talked about in the press, uh, the post-game presser, was the effort and just the overall lack of intensity. And that was, it stood out tonight, okay? And that's not okay. It's not okay. We saw the intensity get ratcheted up in the fourth quarter. Well, you had three quarters to be intense. You had more time to to show that you were going to be engaged in the game. And we weren't seeing it. So, do you believe that it's fixable? Because I'm trying to figure out if it's fixable. And I'll say this. The way that I'm leaning right now, I'm not sure that this is fixable. And the optimists out there would say, well, Rudy's not played the last couple of games. Uh, I'm not making that an excuse. Because whether Rudy's played or not, it hasn't looked right. And that's just being honest about it. The the Wolves right now, and look, we knew going into the season it would take some time, right? No one expected them to just come out and look like they were going to be the uh, the they, they were going to be the um, the Bulls from back in what year was that when they won? Um, seventy two. Was it was it ninety eight? Was that the ninety eight Bulls when they went seventy two? I, I can't remember which year, um, but no one expected. I didn't, I didn't put it like this. I didn't think that the Wolves were going to end up being a team that was going to win sixty games this year, right? But I think that reasonably people thought, okay, this team. I think that maybe when we did our on air predictions or uh, for the website. When we start talking about wins, I think that I might have came up with a number of, I think it might have been 52 wins on the season. But, man, this is a struggle right now. You're 5-6. and six, So through 11 games, you're 5-6. and six. And eight of your games already have been what? At home. Eight, eight of your first 11 games have been at home. 
And I think that this is the thing. If you're a Timberwolves fan, that you're trying to figure out, okay, is in their best version, what will they be? And I don't know. I don't know. And I think that there is another thing that I want to say here about all of this before we head to our first break is that it's one thing to win games, right? Because you, you you play to win the game, right? Herm Edwards, this is, it's been hard to watch. These have been some tough games to watch. The energy in the arena isn't there. Uh, I think that the, the, the fans have tried to give it a chance. But it's been difficult through the first almost 12 games, dozen games of the season. But what do you make of this? 651-461-9226. This is Timberwolves tonight, and the Wolves fall tonight to the New York Knicks, 120-107. to 107. Your phone calls, your opinions, your text are welcome next year on Timberwolves tonight. All right, welcome back to Timberwolves tonight. News Talk 830 WCCO. Wolves struggling. Five and six, four and four at home. They fall to the New York Knicks, 120 to 107. Julius Randle with 31 points, eight boards, three assists. Jalen Brunson always plays well against the uh, the Timberwolves, right? He had 23, eight and five. And the eight being eight assists, five rebounds. Um, R.J. Barrett, and this is funny because I was talking to Tony Adams, head of security for the uh, for the Timberwolves, and he was like, "Man, that's got to be the quietest twenty-two points that we've seen from R.J. Barrett." R.J. Barrett, it didn't even feel like he took eighteen shots. He did, but he ended up with twenty-two, five and five. Overall, a good night for him. Not a good night shooting the basketball. But it, it, it really didn't matter when the Wolves, who were absolutely awful from distance tonight, the Wolves were 11-41. to 41. They shot 26.8% tonight from three. Across the, uh, across the board, they shot 46%, led by Carl Anthony Towns with his 25 points, 13 rebounds, seven assists, a couple of steals, one block shot. But the effort wasn't there, man. And the fans were booing early with, I think I tweeted, with with 245 left in the third quarter. Down 20. Fans were leaving. Um, That's not what you want to see. And look, I get it. Fans are frustrated. Fans, this entire offseason, after the Rudy trade, we're saying, okay, it's 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 time. It's time to go. We're, we're we're about to we're really about to do make some noise. We're not making any noise right now. And I'm not gonna sit here and make it seem as though the Wolves are the only team that's struggling. There are a bunch of teams that are struggling, okay? Trust me. I I, I get it. They're a bunch. You look at the Philadelphia 76ers, struggling. Brooklyn Nets, struggling. The Miami Heat have fallen off dramatically. But 
Doesn't matter. I mean, and, and we can sit here. We can talk. The Golden State Warriors, not good. L.A. Lakers, terrible. But regardless of all of that, the Wolves should be playing better. They're, 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 there's, there's, I just don't see. It's nothing. It's nothing there right now. Let's go to Andrew and Rosemont. What's up, Andrew? Hey, what's up, Lake? How you doing, uh, man? Just calling in. I'm doing all right. Uh, I actually fell asleep. I caught like the first minute of the game, and oh, then uh, well, I was so tired from my work day. Hey, did you? you but, hey, uh, you didn't. Hey, you didn't miss a whole lot, man. Was it a good nap? <laughs> was it a good nap? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I was I was out for like three hours. I woke up to Twitter, and Mark Rosen had retweeted uh, something, and uh, I just had a few thoughts, I guess. Okay. Now that I'm refreshed and clear. Okay. Um. So I did catch the tail end of the game. I woke up in a state of shock, and I quickly jumped on Twitter, and I uh, put the pieces together little by little. Um, I guess I just have to say this. Uh, I've been to two games this year. I was at the opener, and then I was at the blowout against the Spurs. And, you know, I saw you and some other guy down by the uh, the score, the, the tables and whatnot, and mm-hmm. – the team has so far to go, in my opinion. I mean, to be five and uh, five and six, and to lose to a New York Knicks squad at home, uh, I'd have to, you know, rewatch the highlights. But that's pretty bad. And I've actually brushed heads with a uh, with a couple people. Uh, I see Mark Rosen all the time. I've met Cat. I've actually talked to Nas Reed a couple weeks back, and I saw Austin Rivers probably a few weeks back at my store. So, I mean, I guess I don't know. I'm trusting in the process, and uh, I guess if all else fails, I'm I'm riding that Vikings wave right now. <laughs> I hear you. Thanks for the phone call from Andrew and Rosemont. I, look, I think that right now we are in a state – I think that Timberwolves fans are actually in a state of shock. I'm dead serious. And I think that Timberwolves fans right now are looking for a distraction. The number one distraction in Minnesota right now – is the Minnesota Vikings. And it's not even really a distraction. It's just they are the focus. But the problem is Wolves fans who have been fired up for months for this season, like myself, that is invested, we're like, let's go. And it's hard to say let's go when you're down 20 to the sorry-ass New York Knicks at the end of the third quarter. That's just tough. It's how can your fans get comfortable, feel like you're gathering some momentum when it looks that bad? That's the issue. And I mean, fans really were excited since that first round series loss to Memphis because you, you you felt like the team in that incarnation was going to take another step forward. And it's like this trade for Rudy Gobert. It just, it's like you skipped three or four steps to relevancy. All of a sudden, you have now vaulted yourself into the conversation of being one of the top four teams in the West. Mind you, you've done nothing to earn that merit. It's all hype. It's all, you know, potential, right? And I think Wolf fans are just so frustrated because they see it going sideways so quickly, and it was so unexpected. You're like, you had everything lined up in front of you. 
and it hasn't clicked. And tonight, you know, I, I know people have, you know, they like to make Rudy Gobert the scapegoat. What's the excuse tonight? Rudy Gobert wasn't even on the floor. It's like, okay, you saw him play with some energy against Houston. That's great. Houston's won one game. And not like the Knicks are really that much better. But you mentioned the energy and the effort. It's just Ant looked disengaged tonight. Like, he just looked like he wasn't, he was anywhere else other than on the floor target center. I got to be honest with you. So, like, when we talk about the National Football League, I think that people look right now and they say that the Green Bay Packers and the Las Vegas Raiders are the two teams that are underachieving the most. I think that right now in the NBA, I think that the Wolves are one of the teams coming out of the start that um, are one of the most disappointing teams. Oh, there, yeah. there are a bunch of disappointing te- – but there are a bunch. Brooklyn's a disappointing team. We're one of them, though. And so that's the, that's the thing that we have to get past. It isn't just the Wolves, but we live here. We're in Minnesota, so we're concerned about the Wolves. They got to do better. They got to play better. And they have to do it now. This is not this is not a quick fix where you just like like you turn the lights on and all of a sudden you're good to go and you're gonna rattle off ten consecutive victories. You gotta start playing better right now, man. And it starts with how you defend and the effort that you give um on that end first. Yeah, I mean the the Warriors are three and seven, the Lakers are two and seven. I mean, and the Lakers got, are getting blown out by 23 points by the Utah Jazz right now. I mean, I, I, I look at the teams in the West, and I'm like, the Wolves are they're bunched up, but I feel like what's frustrating about the slow start, they had the opportunities, like, based on the schedule. It was easy. Eight of these games. At home. Like, you could not have written it to be more advantageous for the Wolves. And they have not taken advantage nope. of anything. So it's like, when is this team going to get right? You had the opportunity, and you blew it. And that's and that's the problem that's worrisome right now for Timberwolves basketball. 651-461-9226. One more segment left on Timberwolves tonight. All right, final couple of minutes here on Timberwolves tonight. Wolves fall 120-107. to 107. Have tomorrow off... But it doesn't get any easier. Actually, the the schedule's about to pick up now, yeah. <laughs> and that's the that's the that's the bad part about it. Wednesday at home, you face the uh, the Phoenix Suns, and I know that Cam Johnson's going to be out a while. He's he's hurt, but <laughs> they're still pretty good. But but yep, they're good. And then you face the Memphis Grizzlies. Whoop that trick on Friday. And then you play Cleveland on Sunday. Yikes. Yeah. What do they say? It just got real. Like, playtime's over for the Wolves. I mean, you got to figure this out on the fly, and you got to figure it out with the big boys. Like, all of a sudden, you're in the deep end of the pool. Yeah, this is um, this is troubling. Yeah, things could go, I mean, by Thanksgiving, mm, I don't know. It's it's just it's it's just frustrating because all these expectations and nothing has gone nothing has gone right for the wolves. Six five one four six one nine two two six. 
Um, when you look at tonight's basketball game, you weren't able to get any real good contributions from your bench. Um, Torian Prince um, had a, a night of struggle shooting the basketball. He only had two points, three rebounds to assist. He's not the problem, though. Um, Nas Reed, I thought, gave you some quality minutes. 11 points, two rebounds. Didn't knock down any threes, which is um, – that's not typical Nas Reed. He's, he's always capable of knocking down a – um, a three or two. Jordan McLaughlin is always good in the plus minus. Not tonight. Minus 13. Four points, four assists, one rebound. Actually, when he came into the into the basketball game, he gave him a little shot in the arm, but um, it didn't work out there. Austin Rivers, I thought, was – I thought he gave you good minutes tonight. He actually was – he was a plus 11. All right? But hands down, he was the guy that – because there were only a few, just a handful of guys that had um, – that were in the plus um, range tonight. Austin Rivers, Nate Knight, who only played three minutes, and D'Angelo Russell, who had a, a rough night shooting the basketball, 14 points, eight assists, but only shot four of 12. Anthony Edwards, um, a struggle tonight for him. Now, stats-wise, you'll look at his, the stat sheet and be like, okay, yeah, it's 16 and nine. Wasn't a good night for Ant. And his energy was off tonight. And everybody could see it. And that's one of the issues. We can't get into that right now. Like, we can't get into that where it's we're concerned about is Anthony Edwards going to bring his A game tonight? No, that cannot be part of the conversation. Ant's got to be ready to go every single night. He is one of the faces of this franchise. He is one of the best young players in the entire league. Anthony Edwards has to be ready to go. And he wasn't... um, he wasn't ready to go tonight. Now that that clip that's been that went, I don't want to say viral, but it was being circulated about him kind of standing around on an offensive possession early. I, I'd have to see more leading up to that. I, I don't know because it's kind of hard when you see like a little eight second video and then you start making assumptions about whether somebody is having problems with the coach or problems with teammates and not, you know, the, the effort's not there and they don't want to play or. I I don't know about all of that. I just know that we got to get him back to being the Anthony Edwards that we saw last year. And the Anthony Edwards that we saw last year, even even just a week ago, was dazzling with the 30-point games. That's all we want to see. So 120-107, it didn't work out tonight. You're below 500 with a record of 5-6. and six. Wednesday night, hopefully they get back on track against the Phoenix Suns. That's going to wrap up Timberwolves tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow night, um, leading you up to election coverage right here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.